Hello and welcome to 64-Bit, the gaming podcast. Today we're going to talk a bit about the new, our expectations for the new Pokemon that's due out this year for the Switch. And we're going to talk a bit about FIFA and a bit about Paper, Paperboy, the origins of Paperboy. First off, we'll start with a bit of news actually, or TV news to be precise. Charmed is back on tomorrow night, the 8th of January at 9pm. I must stress, stress, it's not the original Charmed. It's a remake charmed with new, new, three new witches. I'm hoping they don't ruin it because my favourite program of all time is the original charmed. So I hope they don't ruin it. If they do, I won't be impressed. But I'm gonna watch it with an open mind and give it an open-minded thought and see how we go. Now let's talk about FIFA. FIFA FIFA, I love FIFA, FIFA 18, well I started playing years ago on the PlayStation FIFA, I didn't play 17 and 18, just because there was other games out at the time and I couldn't be bothered, but I've been playing 19, now my favourite section of FIFA is FIFA Ultimate Teams, for people that possibly haven't played FIFA or haven't looked at the only teams for oh I don't know what it is so I'm not going to bother basically you on ultimate teams you start with a pack of cards you get basically start with a bronze pack of cards unless you've played last year's FIFA ultimate teams then they give you an upgraded pack you get a pack of cards you basically you build a fantasy team to play either offline season or online season you get players packs cards in the packs and you make coins to buy new players you can also you buy players to make your favorite to make a football team like mine is called Hadfield FC because of just because I call it Hadfield FC and basically you can buy new players you buy contract cards you can get loaned play cards but they they're a bit a bit disappointing because after you've use them then you not get after you've used them you can't use them again once to get their loan contracts runs out unless you get a spe- given special loan contract cards but you can buy you've got a market store where if cards you, you can pick if there's cards you get in the pack you don't want you can put them up for sale some cards you, you the the criteria cards goes bronze shiny bronze silver shiny silver gold shiny silver and then i'm not sure on this i know there's like all black cards and all blue all red cards that are worth a fortune different a few different colored cards that are worth a fortune some cards are worth a low amount like low class bronze cards some cards are worth hundreds of thousands even possibly millions i've not come across one yet that's a couple of mil but i've seen some that are worth a fortune on it that you sell to other players because you basically put them on the the market list if you don't want to keep them there's no limit to how many cards you can buy there's no limit to how many packs you can open there is though a thing where you can buy ultimate teams 
you can buy FIFA, FIFA Ultimate Team points. That's a microtransaction. That's what you class it as. You pay real money, get so many points. Allows you to open so many cards up. Packs up. The packs vary in price. You don't have to do that. You can earn and earn gold by playing games, but that takes a bit longer. But it's a good feature. You can you can choose the kit, the stadium, the logos for your football team. You can choose what players you want from any team. You is you you set your subs and everything. You can also you can choose what position they play in. You can add chemistry cards to change the chemistry of a player. You can add fitness cards to make them fitter when they've played a few games and are starting to the fitness is down a bit. You can add injury cards if you've got injuries. If you've got injury cards to heal an injury quicker. You can put, like I said, you can put contracts on them. You can pick your team manager. You can put contract manager cards. That's a diff. There's a difference. The contract manager cards have to be contract manager cards. You can't put a player card on a contract manager, or you can't put a manager card on a player. It's just the way it is. You can pick. Yo, you also get some packs. You get balls, like the the ball you play within the match. You get. Sometimes get a new ball in the pack, so you can pick your ball. You've got the seasons mode. The all the single play seasons mode is good. You start in division ten and work your way back up to back to division. Work your way up to division one. I've noticed it's get gets harder each time you go each season. And you've got online season. You can play with friends online. Or play with random people. I think actually random people online. Then you've got a, a, a game. I'm not sure what the game mode's called, but you got a game mode on Ultimate Team where you can play with your friends, where you can set up like a friendly game and play with your friends. That's quite good. Also in FIFA, you've got your career mode. You can be a manager or a player. Career mode's good. Don't get me wrong. In career mode, as a manager, you can make substitutions. You can, you basically run the team. You can decide who's playing the game on that day. You can decide who's being, who's on the bench. You can also, you get to decide. You get to transfer buy players and decide whether you want to sell players on career mode. Basically, career mode. You basically you you doing a manage you you're a manager basically, and you run the team. Career mode. Then you've got co-op seasons mode, which co-op seasons mode is. An online mode you can play with your friends. You can go on a season and play a football season with your friends as a particular team. Now I've been doing that with a lad called DC that I play on. We've been playing seasons mode, and albeit we keep we either lose or draw because I'm I'm bad at FIFA. DC's brilliant at FIFA, but I'm bad, so that's probably why we keep losing. My fault. Also, 
with yeah, I think you've got you've got single player season modes as well, where you can play online season modes as just you as well. You've also got tournaments like football tournaments that come up. Now I've played the EA one and I got kicked out second round, but there is there is a lot of tournaments you can enter. But you've got to work your way up through the divisions. They're not all available. If you're not in the right division, you can't do a particular tournament. And that's your seasons mode. FIFA's been out for a long time now. People probably like, why are you talking about it now? But I just thought it's a game that deserves mentioning. Like, also back to the career mode, you can be a player. Basically, being a player, you play as one player on the team and you can work yourself your way through um, to becoming like a star class player also you've got journey mode the journey which you play as Alex Hunter I think she's called Sam and I think Danny Williams I could be wrong on the names of Danny Williams and the girl because I've not really played it much but basically, you're a football star and you, you're trying to work your way up. The one with Alex Hunter, you're trying to rebuild your career because you screwed your career over. But the other two, you're up and coming players. You're trying to do well. And you have, you have to do well in the training activities. It gives you like skill training things to do. If you don't do well in them, you might not make it into the main team. So journey modes, if you don't fancy the career mode, the hustle and bustle of the career mode, journey modes, just something that gives you a story basically of some characters and allows you to play it. So yeah, that's FIFA for you. FIFA 19, available on PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, I'm not sure about 3DS and PC. I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about, so... I, I will get back to you on that one. Whether it's FIFA available, I will check and get back to you on what the route is actually available on. Next, uh, Red, Pokemon. Let's talk the new Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch due out in 2019 this year not much details on it I've heard I've seen it's due out apparently it's gonna be more it's gonna look more like an, a Japanese RPG than it is Pokemon now I'm a bit curious to see how this is going to work because I'm not I love Pokemon and I'll be honest, I didn't like Sun and Moon originally. They kind of changed it up a bit. And instead of having... To me, when I played it, I felt you don't have the freedom of the other games. Because I was constantly having to go do go a travel a do a particular thing. Travel a particular way. And I didn't give the game enough chance. I should really... I'm going to get them and give him going to get it and do it again, I think. 
give it a try again because I didn't give it enough time. But yeah, Pokemon, the new Pokemon. I'm hoping my predictions are hoping it's a new set of Pokemon. I'm hoping it's a new region we've never been to before. I'm hoping the customization of the character, albeit in Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, the customization of your character is pretty good. Clothes. I'm hoping this time when you pick a character, you can pick the hair colour, the skin colour, the height, whether it's boy, girl, you can pick his nose, his eyes, his mouth. I'm hoping the customization of the character is miles better. And also, I'm hoping that they don't just bring a Pokemon game out and go, right, here's a Pokemon game. I'm hoping they at least bring a game out and then think about DLC. Because that's one thing you never get in Pokemon, DLC. I would like a Pokemon game where you don't just travel around the, the different little towns and then the little island. I'm hoping for a Pokemon game where you can actually travel from the Kanto, you can go from like the Kanto region to the, I think it was Indigo re region or Sinnoh region, Kanto region, Sinnoh region, stuff like that where you can travel between the different, go be between the different regions and do the different, the different what do you call it? I'm trying to the diff, travel through the cancer, the different regions and do the different leagues. I would like that where you can do a few of the leagues rather than just one league. Because like po Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and either is the Kanto region and you do the victory road with the five. The victory road and to be honest it's good but I'd like more more variety and also today i want to talk about another game called harvest moon light of hope basically harvest moon light of hope is a game like if i grab the case for you grab the case so i can with harvest moon light of hope I bought it, um, special edition, I paid, at Argos at the moment, the Harvest Moonlight of Hope special is for sale on Argos for 20, for, for 30 fucking, 35 quid, sorry for swearing, Harvest Moon is available for 35 quid, Light of Hope, or you could buy the special edition for 35 pound, and in the special edition you get the game, a mug, a box of badges and a tote bag and the DLC for the game all in a box that is shaped like a barn a big box so for the same price you can buy Harvest Moon Tree Tranquility Harvest Moon Light of Hope Special Edition on the Nintendo Switch for people that don't know about Harvest Moon Harvest Moon is a game that has many, many, there's many different versions of it. There's Tree of Tranquility, there's Light of Hope, there's there's a load apparently. I've only ever played Tree of Tranquility and this one, Light of Hope. Basically, the story between, in Harvest Moon, Light of Hope, you you get, your ship sinks apparently. 
you, a, woman, a girl drags you out of the water and leaves you on the island, she saves you. And basically, you live on the island, you, you, set, you have a farm, you live on the island, you basically, you've got to bring the town back to life. The town's been devastated by a storm. You, you pick up these like, met, these like stone things to turn the lighthouse back on. And as you're turning the lighthouse back on, it's reviving the town. You've got to earn money by farming, doing different tasks to re you've got to get materials like wood, iron, glass, different materials to build new new houses. Well not build new houses, rebuild the old houses that have been was de destroyed in the storm and people have left the island. You've basically got to breathe life back into the island you're living on and I think it's a, a brilliant little game Harvest Moon I love it I've been playing it for about four or five days now and it's a brilliant game it can be a bit frustrating at the start when you because you have low health basically you have five hearts for your health and as you do tasks they deteriorate and if you go to bed late or if you go to bed too late, you end up where the light, or where your health is lower the day after. Your stamina is not as good because you've gone to bed too late. So you have to go to sleep at a particular, while you still, your stamina is still good rather than go to sleep too late. But there's a lot of side quests you can do, like the people in the town will ha ask you for specific things and you, you either grow them if they want vegetables, find the gem if they want gems, find the, the crystal ore to make a gem at the blacksmith if that's what, crystal, sorry, if that's what they want, or flowers if they want flowers, you find them what, what they want and they will, you find what out what they want and grow the stuff they want. Also, I want to talk about, um, the marriage on it, you can get married on the game. I've not got married yet, but apparently you can get married on the game, which is a nice thing. How I presume you get married and your partner helps you on the farm. But for anyone that's not checked out Harvest Moon, I recommend checking it out. Harvest Moonlight of Hope on the Nintendo Switch, a good game. Right, uh, Paperboy. Paperboy originally came out in North America. A lot of people say, oh, it came out on the Amiga or the Amstrad and stuff like that. It didn't. Paperboy, I could be wrong on the date, but Paperboy in 1985 came out in North America in the arcades. Big arcade machine had handlebars. They had handlebars on the on the machine, like bicycle handlebars, and that's how you would control the paperboy. The paper paperboy two, I don't know the dates, I need to look them up, but paperboy two was the one that came out to home consoles. 
good game if for people that aren't aware of what paperboy is paperboy is an old arcade game where you would ride a bicycle around town and you would throw papers deliver papers and you would score points if you got the paper on target to where it, the house it was being delivered that's basically it paperboy is a classic game i love paperboy it's a classic game that if you haven't played it and you've got an em you're a person that's got an emulator on either your switch or your pc or you've got an emul one of them raspberry emulator machines if you've got any of them look it up paperboy and paperboy 2 good games i'm pretty sure paperboy and paperboy 2 did he redid them on the game boy the original game boy could be wrong but i'm thinking they might have done they, they might have remade them i could i'm not 100 on that but i think they redid them so paperboy 19 1985 it come out on in the arcades and then i think 1986 is when it come out on the home consoles so yeah it's a game to look out for paperboy also i want to talk a bit about before i finish this podcast red dead I know I've covered Red Dead, but I want to cover the Red Dead Online. I want to speak about, is it dead? People will say Red Dead Online's dead. Me personally, I'm not sure whether Red Dead Online is dead or not. I know for a fact, when you go on it, you're getting people getting trolled and killed because Rockstar have not put out any more content. I want to say, I think Rockstar was wrong in how they've done the Red Dead Online because they've brought microtransactions out before putting the rest of the content for Red Dead. So you can buy gold before you actually get any missions. We had the first intro missions, did them, and now there's nothing left to do. So, yeah, Red Dead is a brilliant game for the story, but the online is shit at the moment i'm going to say it i am swearing on the podcast sorry for swearing but it is crap there is nothing to do so i think rockstar have let people down royally on this and i do think red dead online is dead at the moment so much so i am playing the story story mode again because of let it down so there you go that's my opinion that's what i'd say on red dead i feel rockstar have let people down with red dead i want next i'm gonna i said i only talk about a few games but i'm gonna talk about a little game that not me no, no i'm gonna talk about an old game a retro game for people that as for people that have still got Xbox
Hey, on to talk about next Saints Row. If you've got PlayStation 3 or PlayStation or Xbox 360 and you want, you're looking for a fun open world game, Saints Row is similar to GTA but has fun elements as well. The story Saints Row, the first game you start off as you just random dude walking down the street and some gangs start killing each other and this gang member is about to shoot you and a guy called Troy shoots him in the back of the head and Julius, this guy called Julius that talks to you about becoming his third street saint. The third street saints are basically a gang that don't want to take over the city and run the city. They want the city back to ha- to their back to how it was. They well, basically, they, I think they do actually take over the gang territory, but they want the gangs gone, so the city's better off basically. And basically, there's a lot you can do. You do missions, customize your cars, buy clothes, take over strongholds like other gang bases. Do pimp pin missions where you've got to get pick girls up and pimp them out. The story of Third Street Saints is of Saints Row. The game is a brilliant game, Saints Row. If you've never played it, I recommend you play it. There's some good, good, good people in good characters like Julius. He's the leader of the Third Street Saints in the first game. Troy, he were, he's like a lieutenant. Then you've got Johnny Gat. Johnny Gat is my favourite because he's just crazy. He's just like, let's do it. He runs in guns blazing. He's brilliant. The rival gangs in Third Street Saints are the are Los Canales. They are West Side Rollers. And they are Vice Kings. Vice Kings are run by Benjamin King. Who eventually asks for Julie asks for yours and Julius's help when he gets betrayed. Betrayed by his group. They he asks for help, but Julius says, We'll help you, but you drop your flag. You're no longer flying the West the Vice King's flag. Then Basically, the story is you've got to take out the Vice Kings, you got to take out Los, the, you got to take out Los Canales, you got to take out West Side Rollers. West Side Rollers are like an uh, a Japanese Japanese Chinese Japanese Yakuza style group that are heavily into the car modifications, the custom cars, they drive really nice custom cars and stuff like that. That's what that they're about. Vice Kings is more like yeah, he's more like your Kingpin style. Benjamin King is like your Kingpin style. Runs a, runs like basically he's a gangster but run, tries to run legitimate businesses. And the Canales, they just make, they're just basically Mexican mafia. Then you've, there's lots to do on the game as well. It took me months, 
to complete the game. It's a good class, a good game on the old system that I recommend you give a go. And then you've got like there's four out at the moment. I think the Saints Row, Saints Row two, Saints Row the third, and Saints Row four. Saints Row four went off its off on a tangent because you you fight aliens. I didn't like Saints Row four. I liked one, two, and three really good. Four, I wasn't that keen on. But if you're after an, a little game to play, I recommend you go out and give it a go. And also, there's another game I want to mention before I finish. Mafia 3. You play as Lincoln Clay. Base the story behind it is you go, you go, do a bank job, you get betrayed. You survive when the guy shoots you in the head and basically you take over the town and get revenge on the guy that killed you. Mafia 3 is an open world game that's worth playing. That's all I'll say. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Once again, I'm Michael and this is 64-Bit Gaming Podcast. Thank you.